0: What is up, everybody? Beautiful Monday here in Sherman Oaks, California. Hope you guys had as much fun yesterday watching the Super Bowl as I did. (laughs) Woo! I was never worried. That's a fucking lie. Um what a roller coaster. We will get into that for sure. It was going to be the first thing out of the gate. But I got a funny story for you that happened to me on my way back to the house. And um you know, I've just learned to embrace him. Making an asshole of myself. Those stories. It just makes life way more (laughs) enjoyable. Hold on. Yeah. Here in the high tech. Casa Del Wolf Studios. Where we also. Record the tremendous podcast, Prince and the Wolf, that I do with Freddie Prince Jr. If you haven't checked that out, do so quickly. Super fun, man. That podcast, super fun. Uh, Just a little business up front. Cincinnati this weekend, whatever day this is, February 6th. Cincinnati, Buffalo, and then Philadelphia, and then D.C. Get some. Come on. ComedianjoshWolf.com for tickets and all that other shite. Uh okay. So what happened on the way over? I um I love jamming out in my car. I mean, love it. I love, you know, and I'm generally a windows down guy. You know, if I if I'm confident about the song, I'm definitely a windows down guy. You know, sometimes you can tell how confident somebody is with the song, whether the windows are up or or the windows are down. If the windows are up and they're killing it, to me, that tells me that's a song that they love, but they're not sure that a lot of other people love. And they don't want to, or it's like embarrassing to them that they love it. Windows Down is a song that you feel confident pulling up next to anybody where you're like, what is up, motherfucker? Windows down, take a listen to this. So, after my workout tonight, I'm driving back to the house. Yep, I tried to... These old bones trying to keep working out. <laughs> um, F- um, Fortunate Son by Creedence comes on, right? It, which, which is like... The, the, it's like one of, like I said... On my Instagram, like one of the kickassingest of all the kickassers in the kickass list. It's a fucking killer. So windows down, music up, just like M says. I don't give a fuck, right? Because it's on, and then I I get lost in my own little world. Okay. Towards the end of the song, I I take a couple hits off of a. Roach that I got in the car. Um, And and then the next song comes on. Which is a killer also. Windows down. And still, same enthusiasm. I'm pumping it. (laughs) And it was... It was Since You've Been Gone by Kelly Clarkson. (laughs) And I pulled up to a light. This is just like the story I tell that happened to me singing... Um wrecking ball. It's just like the story. It's now happened to me twice. I pull up to the light and I am full on, two fist, singing into the air,. <laughs> and I look to my left, and this dude is fucking howling at me, like laughing hysterically. I couldn't believe it. I did not roll up my window. Because to me, that would have been admitting defeat. I pretended like I do that shit all the time, bro. Windows down. Volume up. Kelly C. Killing it in the 818. Yeah, so that happened tonight. I, I have found now when I get scared or startled or find myself in weird situations that I put myself in, that shit makes me laugh now. Like the other night when I was walking with my headphones on and I was had my head in the phone and a dude just basically was just trying to pass on the other side, you know, his half of the sidewalk. So he just went, hey. And I jumped so high. I shrieked and I jazz-handed. I did the whole fucking thing. And I just started laughing. I couldn't believe it. I said, good one, dude. He goes, you know, I'm going to tell some people about that, right? I go, yeah, fucking so am I. (laughs) Are you kidding? If you didn't tell, and spread that joy around. Shit. That's the thing, guys. If you're going to scare people or play practical jokes or just be a general nuisance like I am sometimes, you have to be okay when it happens to you like it's good that's got to be part of that's the reason jackass was so good jackass was so good because you could tell everyone they were laughing they were laughing nobody was getting mad they were laughing having a good time if somebody started really getting mad you know and they weren't laughing anymore that wouldn't have been fun to watch that would have been called abuse but just, you know, if you kick someone in the nuts really hard and you both laugh, it's funny. Now if the dude who could kick the nuts isn't laughing. Although the only thing in Jackass where I saw a guy get seriously mad, and I don't remember their names, was when that dude, they shaved all their pubes and they glued them to his face and pretended he was going to get in a cab. I don't want to explain the joke, that's it. Um, yeah, so Super Bowl, everybody holy shit okay let me tell you how my two halves went first half i'm at a party um i, I told jacob that i'll watch the second half with him but i had to go over to a party for the first half and uh so i go over to this party where there's got to be hundred people there Got i mean there hundred maybe three patriots fans and not even falcons fans just people who hate The Patriots. That's even worse because they get no skin in that game. So they can feel free to talk as much shit as they want. And I got nothing to say when the Patriots were getting their ass handed to them. I mean, fucking handed to them. Right? So I'm like, this is (laughs) going to seem like such a pussy thing to say. They're going to think I'm walking out of here because... I don't want to face the music, you know. Um, and I was saying, I would, I was, it was over at Michelle Beadle's house, and she was like, "Hey, you gonna come on the show tomorrow?" Because I was leaving. You gonna come on the show tomorrow? And I'm like, "What do you mean she was gonna come on the show?" I'm like, "Sure, I'll come on the show." She goes, "You wear know, the stupid patriot stuff," and I was like, "Yeah." So she had planned to just berate me and beat up Tom. She had a Tom Brady pinata at her house it was such an insult so i drive back to the house and we all know how the second half went and i did go on the show today (laughs) wearing uh (laughs) wearing all the patriot stuff that was a lot of fun very satisfying um but i'll tell you something as i was reminded again of brady's greatness and 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 the life that he's lived, and how he is with his family. I don't understand why... I honestly, for the life of me, can't objectively can't understand why people don't like him. And, I, and let me tell you why. I am a huge Red Sox fan. A fucking huge Red Sox fan! I hate the Yankees more than any other team in professional sports. Fucking hate the Yankees. I always liked Derek Jeter. I liked Jorge Posada. I Posada. Li- those were guys who played the game the right way. Bernie Williams, Mo Rivera. They played the game the right way. I liked them. Now, I fucking rooted against them when they were playing. But they- I didn't have any hostility or vitriol to those guys because they just went out and played the game the right way and were good teammates and did the whole fucking thing, right? Guys, you're telling me if you had a son... You wouldn't want him to grow up and do the way. You're telling me. You saw his him at the Combine. You saw that shit. You saw that shit. And I'm going to get to your cheater stuff in a second. You saw how he worked from hit the body he was at then to where he is now. A sixth round draft pick. Nobody was drafting Tom fucking Brady. Nobody. And on top of that, not the most gifted dude in the world. Not physically gifted dude. Smart. Smart, smart, smart. Works hard, hard, hard. Great to his family. That first girlfriend-wife thing, not not so good. This current family, super good. Loves his mom. Loves his dad. Listen. Uh, listen to how his teammates talk about him. He gets coached. He, he he lets Belichick treat him like a rookie, like he treats everybody else. He, guys, he's something like the 17th highest-paid quarterback in the league. now. No. I get that uh, his wife makes forty million dollars. I get that makes it easier, but what I'm saying is he's never demanded a huge salary because he knew that would handcuff his team. Drew Brees is a great quarterback. Why don't they ever have a defense? He gets twenty six million dollars a year. It handcuffs the rest of the team. Andrew Luck is a great quarterback, but he'll never be able to build around him. He just got the biggest didn't he get the biggest contract in the history of the league so that shit he's a complete team player the deflate gate thing this is all I'm going to say about it i never want to talk about it again there's a difference between cheating and trying to gain an advantage i know that sounds like I'm, I'm 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 picking like the fact that jerry rice you stick him on his gloves to gain an advantage doesn't it it's i would i bet you've asked you asked most um professional athletes if they know if they think there's a difference between straight up cheating and gaining trying to gain a little bit of an advantage i I think so man and even if he did it with the balls which we fucking over and over again guys there was deflated balls this year and the commissioner just jumped right over it didn't care it was a fucking witch hunt let's not get into that shit outside of that dude listen Even if he did deflate the ball a little bit. So even if he did. People do so much worse. That's why you hate him? That's it? It is so ridiculous to me. So the dude is humble. Kind. It makes no sense to me. Now, you hate A-Rod? I fucking get it. I love Jeter. I would love to have dinner with Jeter right now. I'd be like, hey, oh, and I'd do what Chris Rose did, and I'd call him Jeets. <laughs> but yeah, I never got it. Now, game was fucking amazing, but how good was Lady Gaga? Holy shit. She was spectacular, spectacular. I would say the only halftime show, I mean, nothing beats Prince. Not There isn't a thing that beats Prince. I just walked into a different part of my house that's different acoustics. I thought I'd get up and walk around a little bit. Nothing beats Prince and purple rain in the rain. But when it looked in the rain and his hair wasn't moving, but it was still raining. And it looked like the raindrops were just how it all decided not to rain on Prince. And he walked on the stage. and Everybody else was getting drenched. And Prince was like, I'm still dry as a motherfucker. I'm like, what? How did How did he miss? Oh, that's how good of a dancer he was. He missed all the fucking rain. Yeah, that dude was a come on. Come on. Yeah, that was the best halftime. But last night's was pretty spot on. I like her a lot. She's ballsy. It's why I like Miley Cyrus too. They're both so fucking ballsy. Yeah, I like that shit. You guys, I heard some people who didn't like the halftime, and I was like, How could you not a fucking like that? There'll be another old old white dude out there next year to slow shit down again for us. <laughs> Oh, uh, guys, by the way, I learned a valuable lesson last week. Don't have in depth conversations with germaphobes. They will scare you out of leaving your fucking house. Oh, my God. I never want to walk into a room again. You know, I, he was like, <laughs> he started the conversation with, I go, why are you a germaphobe? He goes, how many people in the world? I said, I don't know. He goes, okay, next time you're at Ralph's, Ralph is a supermarket here. He said, stand in the first level and just watch how many people go up that escalator and touch it. And I was like, I won't do that. He goes, do it. Do it for like five minutes. And it, I was just looking at it and I'm like, oh my God, like, and he said, how many of those people do you think just before they left their car put like Purell on their hands? And I was like, zero, zero of them. He goes, that's right. So they've been touching their steering wheel all day. I'm like, yeah. And he goes, that's right. And their steering wheel they've touched every day for how long without cleaning that after touching doorknobs and handles. And I'm like, dude, you're like taking me into the matrix of germs. I told him, I go, you can't, you can't think like that, man. Like, yeah a dinosaur took a shit somewhere around here you know eventually it goes away you know not every germ stays right there forever am i wrong i mean there's got to be a shelf life on germs for shit's sakes they don't just live forever a germ i mean i might have to google that right now do germs live forever how I'm gonna right now? I'm gonna Google how long do germs live? Live? How long, guys? If you listen to uh, Joe Rogan's podcast, it's basically the, the same. I'm looking things up at the same speed. No, that dude gets it quick. How long do fleas live? Cats live. Dogs live. Whoa, that's too bad. Oh, flies. How long do flies live? How, what was the question? How long do germs How long do gerbils live? Nope. Depends <laughs> whose asshole they're in. Am I right? How long do germs live? Flu viruses capable of being transferred from to hands and causing infection can survive on hard surfaces. You dirty motherfuckers. For 24 hours. No, oh, 24 hours. Infectious flu. Why don't they have to call that? Infectious flu viruses can survive on tissues for only 15 minutes. Like cold viruses, infectious viruses, flu viruses survive for much shorter periods on the hands. Uh Okay. Well, I feel like we learned something tonight. And that is always the goal of this podcast right here, Fairly Normal. Actually, the goal has been, and I don't know if you guys noticed this, I haven't really been promoting this podcast. I at all it's been fun thinking and i know how many people are listening because i can see the downloads and shit it's been fun just thinking that it's just us now it's not like eight of us but i i don't know i'm gonna wait and see like i think i'm gonna leave if i i think i'm gonna leave this up to you know i don't know what I'm just going to do it. But I, uh, <laughs> I forgot what I was talking about. Oh boy. I mean, when you guys hear that, can you hear it coming in my voice when I start to trail and I start to look for whatever the fuck I was thinking what I was talking about. And then there's a long pause where it sounds like I left the room and I didn't, I didn't leave the room. I promise you, everybody, I would never leave the room on you. But and then I just fucking bail. My brain bails. It fucking, my brain bails on me. It's like, it's walking with me. It's walking with me. And then it goes, wait, 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 wait. wait. I got to stop for something. I'm like, what? And I'm still going. And, you know, my brain's back there. He saw some, like, I don't know, some Italian ice. from an ice. Oh, Italian ice. Italian ice. I th- I think back to what I, we did, like, we had, you know, the, bags of chips that said chips right the white bag with the black letters i think it said potato chips actually my brother danny was reminding me of that the other day but i think italian ice but i did get candy i used to steal candy from this in massachusetts there was a a little tiny like grocery store i guess called cumberland farms and i used to steal candy from there i actually the guy caught me stealing and then he said, um, I don't want to bust you. He said, but if you why don't we just open up an account. And I go, what do you mean? And he was like, well, just, you know, pay me when you get money. So I was like 10 and I had this little, like, we were robbing this dude blind. He was an older guy. <laughs> and I, he was like, how much did you take last week? And I was like, 25 cents worth. He was like, okay. And he was like, this is working out well, right? I'm like, yeah, it's, it's working out great, man. And he got fired because uh, so he found out that that's the deal he had made with me. And they were pretty sure that I was taking advantage of him. But it was fun while lasting. Um But my favorite, uh, I love the Charleston Chew. I also love those mini ones. You can put them in the freezer and whip them to people. Those mini candy bars, you can really whip them. At. But I would eat a Charleston Chew when I was growing up, but I think for me, the 100 Grand Bar when I was growing up and the Watchamacallit, those were my two favorites. The Watchamacallit, which is duh fucking licious, and uh, the 100 Grand were my two favorite. I accidentally snorted Heath Bar up my nose, and this story, my daughter thinks I've told her, I have a tendency to repeat stories to people because I have a bad memory, and she says this is (laughs) <laughs> the story she's heard the most times uh yeah when I I accidentally you ever chew something and then you you laugh and it kind of snort goes up your nose and then you uh whatever is in your mouth it shoots up your nose that happened with Heath Bar it burned I couldn't believe how bad it burned I so this is just a cautionary tale don't snort Heath Bar's I actually never uh, never um, got into snorting anything. I did meth that one time by accident. I've told you guys that story, right? If I haven't told you the story, just tweet me. I don't want to... Re- it seems like this is a story I've told about a zillion times. But I accidentally did meth once because I thought it was coke. And I... I think I've told you, too. I never liked Coke. I'm so happy I didn't. Because it just made me sit in a corner and, like, sit in a corner and, and just, like, shut up. It really did. It was, like, and then, but I still had the, the craving for it, but I hated it. I absolutely hated it. And the bad thing was, is like, you know, I was hanging out at a point in time in my life where people were doing it, and they looked like they were having such a good time. So I just kept doing it because, you know, hey, guys, one thing you know about me is, you know, I'm no quitter. Right. So I, I just kept doing it. Not like all the time, but um, I finally I, I remember. Yeah, it was just never interesting to me. I never liked it. I never liked the interactions that people had with each other when they were doing it. I didn't like the way everybody got clammy. I didn't like any of that shit. I was like drugs that brought you together, you know? Cocaine to me just made made me want to tell the person with cocaine to shut up and put more, you know, shut the fuck up and just pour put more drugs on the table. That's not a friendly, that's not how friends do it. I always liked, like, a, a mushroom, or a, you know, weed, MDMA, and ecstasy, something like that. Uh, but the speedy, I don't like speedy stuff, so the ecstasy was hard for me, too. But, yeah, arms wide open, guy. That's what we gotta be. That that all those things that I mentioned to you keep your arms wide open to people. I, I would didn't mind acid. Um, I was never a pill guy either. I don't even think Vicodin really works on me. I mean, it makes me stop pooping. That's the worst. Three things that are bad: when you forget you've had asparagus. And you pee. When you forget you've had beats and you poop and you think you're going to die. And then when you forget because you've been injured that you've been taking Vicodin for a week and all of a sudden you wake up and you think, I haven't shit in five days. That. When you say that in your head, like, well, I haven't shit in five days and that music comes in dun 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 yeah it then it's time to spring into action, you know, but that's my son Jacob Should I get Should I answer the phone? Hey, I'm doing my podcast. That's okay. um, you coming home, come home, and I'll finish, and then we'll go eat. okay, I'll see you when you get home. love you too. You know what's cool is that we have not stopped saying I love you. Any of my kids. Uh, we we did it all through teenage. They were never the I hate you. None of my kids were ever the I hate you kids. I got so lucky. I really do believe, I've said this too, the kids are born ninety 97% as good as they can get. And your job is just not to fuck them up inherently most now most people are born good and then it's up us not to fuck them up and so in in the i i did my own damage on them and you know no there's no perfect parent unless i can see the things that you know my weaknesses in some in some ways they've overcome in some ways they've got them And um, But they all have that love. They never hated us. Pretty amazing. Pretty fucking amazing. That's not true. Uh, They hated Beth. (laughs) She was (laughs) such a champ. Holy shit. Yeah, they hated her for a little bit. Not Jacob. Not Jakey. But the other two dragged her around a little bit. Um, But, you know, they're kids. That shit happens. She said, I told you guys this too. One of the most poignant things. I didn't, I don't need to tell you that again. And if I didn't tell you, then tweet me again and I'll fucking, I'll send it back to you. How about that? Yeah, guys, I I got pretty damn lucky with her. I'm looking at this wall of pictures I have in my house that if you've seen any of my Instagram, they've been, it's been in the background of a ton of pictures that she put up of our family and she's you know everything she does is so um artistic she is a writer and a director and so she always tells a story and she doesn't do anything half ass and this wall is t- just is such a beautiful homage to our family i love looking at it and there's just so many great moments and she is chosen the pictures super carefully to tell her to tell everybody our story. It's fucking great. It is great. I got so damn lucky. Um, and You know what? I was like, when these roofies wear off, she's going to be like, where the fuck am I? But, lucky for me, never-ending supply of roofies, so she's groggy a lot. Um, and she thinks we live in New York. Don't tell her. Um, but that's it, guys. I just wanted to stop in and say, hey, I hope you guys are having a great week. Remember, hey, whatever side of this particular uh, civil war we're having in America, whatever side you fall on. And I wish I had more people that fell on the Trump side listening to this. But I get it. Um, Just... Not not on Twitter and not uh, on your Facebook. Just fucking, whether it's your neighbor or your brother or your friend or whatever, just fucking go talk to them about anything but politics, about something that you guys agree on, just to remind each other that you're people. And at the end of the day, everybody is fighting for what they think is best for America. That is what you have in common. That's what you have in common. You love this country. There's just got to be better ways to talk about it. So go out. Just reach across. Talk to somebody. What's the big fucking deal? Big fucking deal. You know what? I love you guys. We'll talk to you later.